0: hello to all of you unconventional conventionists this week on rocky talkie we are beyond excited to introduce you to this week's guest host
1: that's right this week we're going to be joined on air by the incredibly lovely and talented randy highland from the jccp aka randy out in pittsburgh hi randy hi guys Randy, before our
0: massive, full-length episode drops, we'd love to give ourselves and our listeners a chance to learn about you and your time within our community. So we've put together a Q&A sesh for you. Are you ready to get grilled?
2: Ooh, grill me, baby. <laughs> all
1: right, so the first question, and this is the one we like to ask all of our guests, Tell us all about your Rocky Horror origin story. When did you first see the movie and a shadow cast for the first time? Like, what was that experience like for you? Yeah, and once you'd gotten your Rocky Cherry popped, how did you become a cast member? Like, what
0: made you decide that this was the thing that you wanted to be doing with your weekends for fucking ever?
2: Well, the first time I saw the movie, I was probably 10 and saw it on VH1 after a friend's mom had talked about it being her favorite movie. I hated it. I was too young and also didn't get musicals. (laughs) there. The first time I saw the show properly was nearly 10 years ago. Now I had heard about our cast because I was a huge perks of being a wallflower fan. As you know, Pittsburgh is where they filmed that and they actually filmed the movie at our theater. I had trouble getting to the show at first because Fox was doing the whole go digital or go dark thing at the time. And it took our theater time and money together for a digital projector. Mm -hmm. Eventually, they did, and the JCCP started performing it, and I made it to the show, and I fell in love. Rocky found me at like a critical time in my life. I had sort of hit rock bottom, and I was recently sober and struggling and needed something that didn't involve alcohol to do on Saturday nights. And um, Rocky was sort of the thing for me. I went to every show for more than a year before Sam the Hobo, uh, who you've had on your show, asked me to join crew in June of 2015. Right on. Yeah. And my first time acting was in April of 2016. Uh, we did a crew show for April Fools, which was an entire show of stage crew people performing. Everything, Everyone was very nervous and had stage fright, so I played Rocky. The theory being that if I could perform in tiny gold booty shorts, that the rest of the crew could do anything.
1: <laughs> I love that. That's great. So, ready, at this point you'd seen the movie, you joined the cast. Obviously, the next step, you got to take on some leadership roles.
2: So, how'd that go
1: down? What what happened there?
2: I think that I ended up treasurer the way every treasurer in a democratic cast ends up becoming treasurer. I didn't like the way the previous person was doing it. We went from being a shoebox cast, like a cast that keeps all their money in a a shoebox, to a cast with a checking account, to now a cast with a business checking account, oversight from other members of government, scientific accounting with a public ledger that anyone in cast can see how much money we have and and how it's being spent. Hell, we even pay income tax.
1: Oh my god, uh... That makes me feel bad about our shoebox sitting in the corner. <laughs> that doesn't make me feel bad at all. <laughs> Fuck
0: the IRS.
1: Oh, that's crazy though. I mean, that's that must have been a whole a whole thing on its own, getting all that squared away. Do you have like an accounting background or is that stuff you all had to learn?
2: It's definitely stuff I had to learn and it, it took time, but um uh I've been doing it for five years now and it's something that I'm passionate about and I am I'm passionate about getting it right for the cast. So And I think this is the right way to do it for us.
1: No, that's awesome. That's great.
0: All right. All right. Enough about the IRS and taxes (laughs) and bullshit. Let's talk about some fun stuff. We'd love to hear about your best accomplishment during your time on cast. What are you the most proud of?
2: Well, truthfully, I'm pretty proud of the income tax thing. (laughs) (laughs) As you should be. I'm also pretty proud of. Yins Con, the convention that we threw in Pittsburgh in 2018, and the fact that I was able to turn that around, I took over as treasurer three months before our con and was able to take it from being deeply in the red to the point where we were afraid people were going to lose their homes over it uh, to being a successful con, and I'm very proud of that.
1: Oh, yeah, man. That con turned out so, so awesome. Meg and I had a fucking blast partying it up over there with you guys.
2: Thank you so much.
1: So let's get a little derpy we want to hear about your most embarrassing moment on stage
2: oh um i would say probably the time that uh we broke the stage at rko3 i was right in the middle of the stage we're jumping up and down and the stage gives way under my feet and it scared the shit out of me and i was so embarrassed and humiliated and it was it was
1: a time I mean, you guys played it off perfectly, though. Like, you know, can't let a little
2: thing like a stage breaking uh, set you back. Yeah, we tried our best. Fortunately, it was the at the end of our number. Now, the really t- terrifying thing was immediately after we got off the stage, RKO was coming on to do their amazing pre-show with the flips and the jumps and the pulls. So we were afraid for them, and it was like a whole nightmare, but fortunately, it all went well. Yeah, I
1: know that there was uh, RKO folks scrambling to get under the stage and make sure that everything was stable and that they could put their 40 people or whatever the hell they put on stage on there. Like, that was crazy. Yeah, it was incredible.
0: (laughs) So, Randy, in that same vein, we would love to know about your Rocky Pipe dream. What is a project that you would absolutely love to do one day but may or may not ever happen because of the logistics behind it?
2: I would love to do a screen-accurate shadow casting of the remake with, like, correct costumes from the remake and get all that together. I, it's a big undertaking, and uh, a lot of people don't want to pay for costumes for the remake because not that many people like the remake, but I think it would be super awesome.
1: Oh, my God. I'm so down for that. I mean, you know Meg and I have uh, screen-accurate Eddie Columbia remake costumes, so... uh
2: that's pretty cool. If you ever
1: get that going? Uh, I think we'd have to make the trip out because oh, I I I love doing Adam Lambert Eddie. It's so much more difficult than than Meatloaf Eddie. Everything in that show is right. Like there's so much more choreography.
2: One hundred percent. They really like turned it up to eleven. I think really impressive.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And like, I mean, it's it's fun. That's
2: one of those that like it's not classic Rocky, but the remake's fun. Absolutely, it is, and. Victoria Justice was amazing, and a lot of them were really amazing.
0: I personally am a Victoria Justice sympathizer, so thank you for being on that boat with me, Randy.
2: A (laughs) hundred percent.
1: So, one last question before we uh, are going to close out here. We'd love to hear about the best way that being a part of the
2: Rocky community has impacted your real life. Well, I would say that uh, joining Rocky has completely changed who I am as a person. When I joined Rocky, I was, you know, raised in the suburbs of Pittsburgh and like rural Westmoreland County. And anyways, uh, it took me from being the founder of my high school Republican club, as bad as that sounds, to being, you know, a productive member of society. And uh, it uh, liberalized me, it taught me respect for all people and um, really, I think, totally changed who I am and made me a much better person.
1: The Republican party. So I guess that makes you one of the good ones then, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. No, God, I hate you. (laughs) No, that's great. That's, I mean, that's, that's one of the things that Rocky does, right? It, it opens you up to all these new worlds and all of these people. And you know, it's something that everybody can learn from.
2: Yeah. And I mean, I, like I said, I went from being A crazy Republican to like campaigning for Bernie Sanders and like super liberal now because I've met people and know what people go through. And that's because of Rocky. It's been really positive for me.
0: Randy, thank you so much for chatting with us today. We've really loved getting to know you and we cannot wait to have you on this Thursday's episode. But before we go, are you or your cast doing anything really cool that you'd like to tell our listeners about?
2: Well, just last night, we had the chocolate covered Rocky Horror show coming through Pittsburgh which everyone really loved and that went super well. We have Repo, the genetic opera coming up in July. So we're very excited for that. That's I think that's what I got right now. Hell
1: yeah. No, that's exciting. Yeah. Love repo. Can't wait. Can't wait. So, of course, if any of our listeners are interested in checking out Randy and the JCCP's work, we've got all of that linked for you, you know, in our show notes. Randy, thanks again for joining
0: us. If you want to hear more from all three of us, which, of course you do, be sure to tune into this week's episode of Rocky Talking Podcast, where you'll hear all the latest news and updates from the Rocky Horror community.
1: Thank you for having me. Awesome. We'll talk to you all soon. Bye.
0: Bye.
2: Bye.